1: My name is
2: Ray Park. You may know me as playing Darth Maul, the Phantom Menace, Gone Wars, and also Solo and Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast. The force is strong with you all. And remember, sit on. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the force be with you.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. My name is David. I'm Colin
0: and i'm brooke
1: and we have the newlyweds here and in person live so <laughs> guys. well uh we got married last
2: weekend uh september 18th uh and um it was it was an awesome wedding we uh when when people were walking in we had c3po and bb8 now i'm not talking about like like you know how people go to target and they buy like the inflatable ones and they have them on display. Like we had a very screen accurate ones cause uh, cause I'm a member of the 501st and, and and we'll talk about the 501st in a bit, but we hit a bunch of screen accurate stuff there and, and it really set the tone for the wedding and, and people, you know, were telling me after I proposed to Brooke, like, Oh, Hey, how are you going to top this off? And I was like, you just wait. And a year later, we definitely topped it off. It was an awesome ceremony, amazing reception, uh, and we're so grateful and thankful for everyone that came out for it and for everyone sending us messages saying congratulations and everything. It, it really was a dream come true, not only because of, you know, we did incorporate Star Wars into our wedding, but um, um, I'm also, I am also got to marry the, the girl of my dreams. So that is a huge accomplishment in my book. And the same week I completed my training for my new job, which a lot of people have seen on social media, so I'll just say it. I do work at Galaxy's Edge, but we can't talk about it at all. I can't talk about any of my experiences with it. So there's that. But um, but yeah. So it 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 really was a dream come true for the wedding. Uh and we had six stormtroopers, we had Darth Vader, we had um man we had boba fett we had two scout troopers we had a speeder bike uh darth vader and then we had a royal guard and then when you walked in it just felt like you were stepping into the world of star wars it it was fantastic um and then for our ceremony uh when when the groomsmen and the bridesmaids were walking in, we were playing um the uh, the Han and theme, but it was the like the wedding version of it. Like someone made it, so it was very like authentic and stuff. And then, uh, and then for the song that Brooke actually walked down to, it was Kiss the Girl, but it was by Brenton Morgan, and it was really 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 done well. And then for the reception, all the bridesmaids and groomsmen walked in and, uh, into the Imperial March. And then, uh, and then Brooke and I walked into the uh, to the the ceremony metal music at the end of episode four, where Luke and Han and Chewie, you know, save the galaxy. And then we also did that for our first dance, where like we first walked in and then we started, um, dancing to the song they play at the end of Avengers Endgame, um, with Cabin. With Cap and Peggy um, dancing in their house. So that's the song that we played too. But I, it, it was a wonderful experience. I know I've been talking a, a lot. <laughs> so, Brooke, you take over. How was your experience for the wedding?
0: It was great. I loved all the little details that we put in. Like the guys had on little Imperial officer symbols instead of like a boutonniere.
2: That was my idea. Yeah, that was um, awesome.
0: And then, like, I had. And Ahsoka Tano lightsaber hilt for my flowers. It was just unfortunate because my actual bouquet was so big, it didn't fit. (laughs) We tried. But um, some of the smaller ones did. And we had an extra one. So I took a few, like, detail shots with that. And I have it on display now. Um, And just, like, we had, like, little Star Wars things, like, all over the venue. Like, the bar was the cantina. And it was just... It was really fun. It was
2: And don't you worry, there was Max Rebo stuff there. There <laughs> there was definitely Max Rebo stuff there. There was one thing that didn't go up and um and 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 it's because we forgot, but I still got a souvenir is that for the DJ, um uh that th- 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 there was going to be a sign that, that was going to be wrapped around the speakers and stuff like up top and it said Max Rebo band. But we forgot to put it up. But we did have some wanted posters around. That um that Ray made, and it was um, a picture of me, and then a picture of Brooke, and then there was a picture of Max Rebo, and they were wanted posters. And and, and on Max's wanted poster, it, uh, it said, um, uh, w- "We don't want to kill him. All we want to do is hire him for the Emperor's birthday. He's awesome." <laughs> but yeah, so no, no, um, uh, the just. Everything like went according to plan. Nothing really went off the rails, and I know a lot of people who have a wedding normally don't say that, but honestly, it it, it was perfect, and there's nothing I would change about it. I I, I I don't think Brooke would change anything about it either.
0: No, no, it was no. perfect.
2: No. I mean,
0: a few a few minor things went wrong that I heard about later on. Like we had a little technical difficulty with setting up the the speakers and things i guess oh yeah lights it was shorting it out but they figured it out
2: like just little things you know nothing
0: goes perfectly but
2: no but yeah no it it was good and david was supposed to be there but he was like you know what i'm not a fan of you guys anymore so he was just (laughs) it's fine it's whatever it's fine the rest of the podcast was there though except james but 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 james was working so I forgive you, David. On the record, I forgive you.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, my, my daughter had things going on. Yeah, I know. She really I know. wanted me attend them and I was like, man, it's I've sacrificed so much time like leaving them. And yeah, I always I get that whole guilt oh, trip. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, nah. it's,
0: it's hard when we got friends in different states. It's it is what it is. You just you just owe us a drink sometime next time yep. we see you. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Hopefully celebration. I yeah. think that's the, probably the next time. And yeah, that's going to be a yeah. huge party. That's, mm-hmm. that's going to be crazy. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. But we got Visions this past week. And we
0: did. That we did.
1: And my expectations were very, very low. Um, I know I've said <laughs> on the podcast many times before that... Uh, I was a big fan way back in the day of the Animatrix, which was something similar that was done for the Matrix franchise, and I just kind of really fell in love with it, and I do not... I'm not a big fan of anime. I I don't seek it out. I know there's a big fan base for anime stuff, and I hear people and other friends, and it's usually younger people that talk about anime, and uh, there's several animes that are super popular and there's been live action films that have been made like Ghosts uh, ghost in the shell. Um, yeah. I, and, so yeah. Yeah. There's I other mean, huge properties that are going to be made in a live action stuff. And I'll check them out. Like Akira, that's, that was going to be actually be worked on by Taika Waititi, but I'm not sure if he's actually a part of it anymore. But like I said, I'm not a huge fan of it. But I did love the Animatrix. Haven't seen that in a long time. With the new Matrix movie coming out, I'll probably revisit it. So my expectations were super low. But when I saw, I saw the first five episodes. I think before I had to go to work that morning, and I loved it. I, it it exceeded. Maybe it met my real expectations. I tried to like just temper them like really low, but <laughs> that first episode, the duel it that was, was everything really that i thought it should good. have been yeah. yeah yeah
2: that was done well and i'm i mean and something that's also nice about this is that since these episodes are not canon it um uh it really does open them up more freedom to do stuff like i mean like of things that we want to see and you know for example episode three what in the world was that like um, of, uh, uh, of of the twins fighting in, in space and, and they can survive in space. And the, nope, that's, there you go, twins, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, and it was just, that episode to me was just like, okay, they really gave them the freedom to do anything they want. But I think that they should make it clear because there are people that are going to be like, oh, these are canon. These are not canon. There's no way that these are canon unless they do the multiverse thing. Which you know is a possibility. It's a possibility because of the of the of the world between worlds from Rebels. They could definitely do it if they wanted to. I I mean because of the success that Marvel's doing with the with the What If series, like they could totally bring that into Star Wars, and that could totally work. But most of these stories are like you know are just for fun. But something that Brooke and I were talking about, which Brooke will be able to elaborate on it, is that watching these episodes, each one kind of feels like it's missing parts of a story. It's just like random episodes from different shows just put into one season and you're just like, oh, okay, interesting. You know, I'm missing something or like, oh, I want more. And that's a good quality because of I think maybe what they're trying to do is maybe out of all these episodes, they are – um, think of each episode as a pilot, and then they're like, All right, I'm gonna choose one of them, and then with one of these shows, I'm gonna turn into a show.
1: Yeah, the thing about that is Lucasfilm told them don't go over 15 minutes, so they weren't gonna go very long, and a lot of them kind of broke the rules by going over the 15 oh, yeah. minutes. So yeah. I mean they were kind of stuck to, to to that mandate by Lucasfilm.
2: Yeah. And I mean, and these some of these episodes you're just like i want more um uh, especially with that first one where it is like the the action is like perfect in that and uh and seeing that that protocol droid w- with the chain gun i was like oh my gosh i want that in live action that was awesome <laughs> uh but then there was the ep- um, then there was like episode two where they were like the guy was jumping up in the air with a guitar, singing in front of Jabba, and I'm just like, okay. And then, um, uh, and and then and then there was the twins
1: one where you're just like, what in the world is going on? <laughs> so of, yeah, I, for I, yeah, yeah, Tatooine Rhapsody, I really thought I wasn't gonna like it. I mean, the, the kind of cartoonish nature of the the anime style and the fact that it was like a rock opera. I'm not a real big fan of like musicals and stuff like that but i i really liked it i mean they used the whole order 66 backdrop of it and then we got to see a hut and the fact they went to boonta eve from the prequels yep. it was it, it was pretty cool and everyone's loving that that rock song at the end and the fact that it was joseph gordon levitt as the voice of oh, the was main it character really? yeah that's
0: uh, funny i didn't know that
2: okay i i i recognized this i i was i heard the voice and i was like i know that voice but but, but the credits go so fast you actually gotta pause it to like actually like see their names yeah w- 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 what episode was neil patrick harrison uh
1: i don't remember but it was very it didn't sound like him to me because i remember no. seeing the english cast and i was like whoa that was neil patrick harris um, yeah. there was a lot of actual. Actually, him and David Harbor. That was the other very interesting voice. Yeah, I at first I thought it was Lee Pace. It sounded a lot like him because he was so like calm and yeah. collected. I've never heard David Harbor speak like that before. But uh yeah, I think that the was cast another done
2: so well. Yeah, I I mean I I love the cast and, and I and, and the way that they really um brought these characters to life was done very well and something about about the show too is that it's sometimes when they do things like this it can be like in your face with like easter eggs and stuff like that but honestly i loved how it was its own thing set in the star wars universe where where i mean and you actually really never heard anything about like the skywalkers I think this is one of the first projects where you really don't hear anything about the Skywalker, like legacy or anything. And I was very, very satisfied with that because of we are like so used to everything revolving around them and just going through the show and pretty much seeing you know a couple of stormtroopers and bubble Fett. I was like, boom, okay. I was like, all right. So I think it was done very well, um,
1: and. The confirmed season two. Uh I don't think there's a confirmation um that I've heard of, but I think it this has been so well received that I'm pretty sure we're going to get continuations of some of these stories possibly. That would and be great. There yeah, the opportunity is definitely there for other studios, even these same Japanese anime studios, to get shots at telling newer stories or just continuing what they've already started. And I know for a fact here you can actually pre-order this book which continues the story and you get i believe you get some backstory uh for the ronin and awesome. um you can order it uh for the very first episode the duel um you can order it off of amazon right now pre-order it uh it's, it looks like it's twenty four forty nine, and um it looks like you can ac- actually get it on audible as well so if you haven't used our free trial yet, I mean, there you go. And if you love that first episode, plug, yeah, yeah. And it says a mysterious former Sith wanders the galaxy in this stunning Star Wars tale and original novel inspired by the world of the duel from the Star Wars Visions animated anthology. And just like the surprise, uh, like spoilers for the duel, the fact that the the main character he's a Sith, he has a red lightsaber, and that was an interesting concept not one that i don't think i ever kind of dreamt up growing up to actually have the like an antagonist as like the protagonist and have him be like the hero and like being a reformed sith actually yeah. doing good in the universe
0: yeah i don't know i still didn't think of him as being that good he was kind of annoying me because like the village was still being destroyed and he's just sitting there drinking his tea right and i'm like are you going to do something so I, from the beginning i kind of had a weird vibe of this guy anyway that's because he's
2: a badass like he was uh, just sitting there just being no, all quiet he just not- walks up slowly to the battle that to and and, and something else that i loved about it too it, it was like that is a classic samurai like of, of of just not just charging in like he walked up when things were like going crazy and and, and his movements and his fighting style I that first episode was a great first impression of getting into the show and be like, okay, all right, I'm 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 in. And I thought that that I, I really want to change anything. So I love the twist at the end where he takes Jack up and he shows the crystals.
1: I think that was really cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So he was pre- he was played by Brian T. And the other Sith was actually voiced by uh, Lucy Liu. Which is also surprising. And she had like an umbrella lightsaber configuration set up. And it was cool how she pulled the hilt out and it became just classic blade. And that whole kind of duel. I don't think a lot of people know about this, but you can actually go into the menus and click on extras. And there's a little extra featurette for each of the episodes. Oh, and they talk to some of the creators and the inspiration that they got for that duel was from the Phantom Menace between Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan and Darth Maul when they're on the log and they're fighting. That inspiration was from episode three, when Obi-Wan fought Anakin. And then when they got to the waterfall part, when the waterfall splits, that was totally from the duel between Qui-Gon and Darth Maul when they're waiting for that, that shield to open up and, it, it, I mean, it's it's incredible that we got something of this nature. I've been asking for it for a long time, to give other creators a chance at Star Wars to see what they can do. And it, it seems like they all kind of came through with original stories. And I'm all for these, these talented people to just take Star Wars into these different directions. And I think that was really the argument with The Last Jedi is that, it was something different. And this is totally, I think, the, the format and the form to do that. Yes,
2: I agree. This is a perfect way to do it. But you don't want to do that with, and I've talked about this so many times, but <laughs> like, I mean, but like, you, if you're doing an actual film that revolves around the Skywalker trilogy with characters that we love and adore, that we grew up with. You can't have the, the, the artistic idea and steer clear from the blueprint. Or as Ryan Johnson said, like, th- throw up the original story and throw it in the trash and start new. Like, you don't want to do that. And that's exactly what he did. And that's why he got a bad backlash. Now, with visions it was done so well because it had nothing to do with the skywalker like it really had nothing to do with like the skywalkers it was its own thing it 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 did revolve around the force it did revolve around the jedi but you never you know saw anakin oh, um anakin or uh or luke skywalker like any of those characters and that's why i liked it so much because it was its own thing is there any thoughts from anyone else? How about you, babe? Brooke?
0: So I thought visually these episodes were quite interesting. However, I I am someone who actually does like anime, and I do seek it out. But I also like character development and like story development. And I felt like as I was watching these episodes, I was either I was like jumping in in the middle of a series and i was just missing a ton of information Yeah, so it was kind of hard for me because i was like i want to like these characters i want to know like why are they doing this what is happening what also like what time period is this in like i because it kind of jumped and i was like okay this seems like it's kind of in this period of star wars and this one kind of feels like maybe it's here and i was just so for me it was a little hard to follow i thought it was really interesting but I didn't love it. That might be an unpopular opinion, but that's kind of that's kind of how I felt as I was going through.
2: No, yeah
1: I, yeah, i I didn't love it. Love it, but I mean, it's it's something so different. It's brand new. It's fresh to Star Wars. Um, like I said, I'm not an anime fan, but The storytelling was really good, I thought, with the Elder and the Ninth Jedi especially. Mm -hmm. Um, When Kathy Kennedy announced that there would be ten episodes, there was nine. The Ninth Jedi actually was two episodes combined. And it was a story about a lightsaber smith and a story about the Jedi uh, or the um, Force users. I guess spoilers for I guess you're listening to this, you've seen it, but yeah, <laughs> those Sith, uh, seeking out, um, the Margrave, um, answering the call and yeah, I, the stories were fantastic. They're all different. The animation yeah. styles were all different. Mm-hmm. Um, I totally appreciate that. Uh, but in in the star Wars setting though, I can do anime for sure. And I don't want to say I loved it, but I, I it was really good. I mm-hmm. went back and I watched the duel another time. I think yeah. I've seen it three times now. But the the interesting thing about the duel is the fact that it looks like it's hand drawn, but it's not.
2: Right. It was
1: all computer animated, and they went back and they made it look hand drawn. And of it course, the...
0: reminds me of. Um, do you guys know Paperman? That Disney short.
1: Yes, I I I know. It's kind
0: of similar, are. where it's like it's and it's. 3d animated but they have made it to look mm. more like pencil drawn kind of reminded me of that in a way
2: yeah i so i enjoyed a couple of them not all of them but a couple of them uh and for some of them i could i kind of sensed that it was from the high republic era in some way, like I, I was watching some of the episodes and like, boom, that has to be from the High Republic era or like, boom, this is taking place after um, it's taking place after the 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 original trilogy and 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 stuff. And I think if we got an anime show that took place during the High Republic, I would be OK with that. I would be 100 percent OK with that because of. The great thing about Star Wars animation is that it's changed so much over the years. I know a lot of people weren't a fan of the animation that they did for the resistance um show. Uh it, it so was funny. okay. Yeah, it, it was okay, but and and people were like, oh it's anime, and I was like, that's it's not classic anime. Like it's it's more of a more of a new animation style. And 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 that's fine. And some people um, felt the same way when uh, when the uh, when the original um, Clone Wars movie came out, uh, that that was a different 40 uh, animation style that we've never really seen before. And then you go to season seven of the Clone Wars and you're just like, man, like this is a fantastic. But if they did classic anime with with like a show and it was the high republic a lot of people would watch because you know not everyone not everyone wants to read the books and this would be a good way to kind of jump in into the high republic by doing an animated tv show um first and then going from there because of the how they announced if the if the acolyte show is going to be live action or not yeah, that's going to be live action. Okay, it is going to be live yeah. action. Okay. So I, I I think that with the High Republic, if they did an anime, I think that would be good because when you do stuff with animation, it gives you more freedom and mm-hmm. with a lower budget than you, what you would be able to do with live action. So I'm rooting for an anime show that's about the High Republic. That is like what we saw with um, uh, in the episode, I believe it's called The Elder. Like, that type of animation mm. style, classic anime, High Republic, I'm all in.
1: Just that, like that.
0: That was one of my favorite episodes. And I yeah. think, yeah, having a whole series, because that, that was my biggest problem. Is it's just I was, I was like, I wanted more. So if they could do a whole series in that, I would be so on board for that.
1: I would as well. I It'd, it'd be totally great if they could expand on some of these and like Colin was saying, my favorites were The Duel, of course, The Elder, and The Ninth Jedi. And of course, I I was pleasantly surprised by Tattooing Rhapsody. Uh, and Lop and Ocho, when we first saw those first images of the... You didn't like that?
2: I didn't <laughs> like that one. I liked no, it. No, I didn't like it. I thought the like, bunny
1: girl was going to take me out of it, but she didn't. No. She totally didn't. It I, just,
2: that it one just seemed... It also, because I'm, too...
0: such a, I'm such a character person, and I was just, how did this little girl who was like, you're our family, just turn into this awful, awful person? Again, maybe there was yeah. all that stuff in between that mm-hmm. I didn't see, that right. I was just, like, like my brain couldn't make that leap. I was like, something happened here, and I didn't see it, and I can't make that connection.
2: <laughs> and the other thing is that halfway through the end, spoiler alert, she ended up using the Force, and I was like, what? like you're starting to use the force because you got a lightsaber that's not how the force works like also how did she even know what
0: the force was to know that i know
2: i know i know so i i mean i and i always say this all the time don't put logic into star wars or or any animated show but honestly i'm i'm still has to
0: make sense
2: (laughs) yeah it has to make sense because of when you watch these shows, again, these are not canon, so I'm satisfied with it. Because if these were canon, I would be like, What in the world is happening? But since these are not canon, it's like, okay, they have more freedom. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I, I just wasn't a fan of that episode. Um I um uh I uh I thought the I thought the T
1: O B I episode was was interesting. Oh, I thought too. that was
0: cute. I thought that yeah. one was really cute.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um it, it's almost like saying Obi Wan, like T O yeah, T O B one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think you end up uh, calling him Toby. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. At the end. Uh episode three was um because of Matt told me about it. He's like, bro, you need to watch this. This is so chaotic and stupid. And I was like, okay. So I, I I pulled it up and I watched it. And it's not that it was like, you know, stupid. It was that it was so chaotic. It was very chaotic and it was over the top. And in my mind, I was like, you know what? It's a cartoon. It's anime. It's like, um, but uh, I, I loved, I loved the concept of a kyber crystal powering like a force sensitive suit. I think that was pretty damn cool. I love to see more stuff like that in live action. And uh, uh, and maybe, you know, in season three, Moff Gideon is just like, oh, hey, you know, I lost that battle or whatever. But but, you know, I'm not force sensitive. As far as we know, Moff Gideon is not force sensitive, but it sounds like he is. So what if he did get a kyber crystal and put it into a suit and and empowered him and it made him more powerful? And maybe that would be like the transition of, you know. I can be force sensitive without being force sensitive and, and, and all the powers are from the suit. I think something like that would be very would be a cool concept. Um, and that's one thing I did like from episode three of of Visions. Other than that, it was them fighting in space and then and then the kid going upside down on an X Wing and turning on his lightsaber that looked like it went down for a mile and it like <laughs> it like caught her crystal and then he went to hyperspace and then he landed on what looked like Tatooine and the X Wing was just didn't, didn't even explode, like just crashing the planet upside down and just hanging up, and then he's on top of the engine. I'm just like, Okay, it's a cartoon, it's fine, it's whatever. But I'm just glad these aren't canon. That's the, the, that's my only thing is because if they were canon, that would create a lot of plot holes and, and yeah. So I'm, I'm, I, I, most of them were good. I, I, I loved, I, I loved the stories and going back to what Brooke said, where you felt like you were kind of jumping in, you know, in the middle of a season or something like that. Cause of most of these stories, uh are either a beginning or they're in the middle and you you're just like i missed something or i need more so i'm hoping that we do get more of some of these episodes not all of them like i i don't need more of the of the qatar thing i I don't need more of that but everything else i'm fine (laughs) with.
1: (laughs) yeah one of the concepts i really loved and that should probably be incorporated going forward is um Episode five, which was the ninth Jedi. I don't know why it was in the ninth episode, but the lightsaber smith he made it to where the kyber crystal would turn the blade whatever color you actually were. If you were lightsaber yeah. dark side, that and if you weren't in really tune, really
0: interesting. Yeah, if you weren't concept. in tune with the force,
1: it was just like a, a a transparent blade, which was super interesting.
0: Yeah, I had to ask Colin. I was like, "That's not." that's not a thing is it i was like no, no. Like, it was like making me like double think everything i knew i was like yeah
2: like- yeah and, like, and, 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 oh, and then and And that's why i think they need to be clear that these aren't canon because of <laughs> because of then people are going to be like oh well i saw this on the show it has to be canon this is right and then people are going to argue so i, I need like a I,
0: disclaimer in front of these yeah canon. yeah
2: i mean <laughs> in, in in some way like I, I mean i listen i liked them but but people are going to some people will take this to a point where they're just like, Hey, this is actually canon. Like and um and they are going to um kind of question other people that uh that know that these aren't canon and then that's just gonna kind of start stuff. So from the Star Wars stuff podcast, visions is not canon. Don't <laughs> yeah, think I- it's canon, it's not canon. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it feels like over time, I know at the very beginning when Lucasfilm was purchased by Disney, they were very hardcore that it's all going to be canon from here on out and canon, 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 canon. It's canon. That's not canon. This is canon. I think they're moving away from that. I I think they're... Are you thinking these are canon? No, I'm not not saying that. I'm just saying that they're moving to having... More stories, more media, more content that is not canon, and visions is kind of the test ground for it, and I think it was a total success. I'm totally up for more stories like this. I mean, they're pretty cool, and um,
2: I am okay with. All right, so with a couple of these, I'm okay with being canon, but uh, like for episode three, where where they're fighting in space and he's upside down in the X-wing and his lightsaber goes like a mile long. I'm just like no, 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 just no, and uh, uh, uh and and then you've got like the ninth Jedi, which kind of feels like a high, like a high Republic episode mm-hmm. where it takes place after the old Republic, where they're like, oh hey, you know, m- 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 most of the Jedi Order is gone and stuff, and and we need to find more people, and then they show up. That would be a good thing of that episode and um uh and the is it the is it the seventh is it the elder episode right yeah um uh of of where if those two were connected and those yeah. took place in the high republic era that would be perfect because we need more high republic stuff that's not just books and comics because no one really reads that much anymore, unfortunately. Speak and for
0: yourself.
2: I'm just saying, I'm just saying that there that, 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 there's probably a decent population of the of the Star Wars community that's either the movies first, games, toys, something else, Star Wars, and then the books. Like I like, I mean I I, I, I feel like a a decent population of the Star Wars community. Um, are more focused on the films and stuff because of of the films is where it began. So and 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 when you go to Galaxy's Edge and and you and you're talking to yes, a oh, good plug. You know what? We should all read more. Go um uh, uh go to our Audible uh link and get your free trial. But uh, but I honestly think that that. If you're going to Galaxy's Edge, there are things where you need to know from the books, and that's a good way to encourage people. But when like you're talking about, you know, the one time when Thrawn and Anakin went into uh, it, they ended up going in into the Cantina and then there was a blaster shoot up. People are gonna be like, Oh, I didn't see the episode of the Clone Wars. And you're like, No, it 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 happened in a book, and they're like, Oh, okay. They're like, All right, fine. So I I think that r- the the other great thing about Star Wars books is that you can use your imagination more with it than what you can see on screen, and that's great. But I think that with the High Republic, everyone wants to get into it, but no one. But there's there's a there's some people that are not going to want to read the books. So I think with the anime that would be a good way to bring more people in. Um, because again, not that, not that many people read anymore. I, I know I, I could, I can name a bunch of people on the top of my head that just don't sit down and read a, like a, a decent novel anymore. Like no one does that. I think um, your wife does.
0: I was going to say speaking besides, of my wife,
2: besides my wife, James, does. I'm not James the like only
0: one. There's no way I'm the only one on this planet who's reading. Well, no,
2: I'm not. I'm not saying that, you know, that it's a zero population of people not reading books. I'm just saying that not everyone, you know, on a Sunday is going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to sit down and read a book. Like, you know what? I, Similarly,
0: like, not everyone wants to watch movies. Some people would rather read. What are we going to do about them?
2: Well, that is true from a certain point of view. <laughs> but stone pain from films from the I mean from from directors. now if, now, in a way, if you think about it, a script is a book that came to life through film. So if there's no movies, if, if you Kinda. think about <laughs> it if if you think about it, you are technically watching a book. Boom, mind blown.
1: That probably sounded a lot, a lot better in my head. But, anyways, or um, you could listen to a book at uh, audibletrial.com forward slash. <laughs> we are, but yeah, I got to disagree with you, Colin. Today. A lot of people do read books, <laughs> okay. there, there's a huge market I, I, for it. I, 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 I
2: know, I just I don't, just know that because many you that don't do. like to read. I know, I can, I, can, I, I know so many people that like, so many. don't, that, me, oh, myself, you know, and I. You know I know a lot of people because most of the people at the wedding were invited by me. Boom. Yeah, because you um,
0: can't say uh, no. That's a whole other issue.
2: And that's a whole other podcast. But anyways, um uh no. I, I I think that that reading more um is a great idea. It's just not that many people that I know read books anymore i'm uh, it's i mean it's it's just my opinion you're right everyone's inside of their own opinion you know i i may be wrong, wrong. yeah i know i know for a fact james and, reads. Right. maybe a lot. as much as i should but yeah james doesn't have time anymore he is busy. because <laughs> <laughs> he's reading his books yeah yes yes <laughs> Because that's all he does is he reads books. He's he's not doing anything else. But no, I... He's I, reading I, right I, now. I, <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I, I think you guys are right, though. I think I should read more. But I, I, I don't have the attention span to sit there. And I remember being a kid, I could read books. But then when I got older and m- more movies came out, I was like, why on earth would I read the book when I can watch the movie? And that's saying a lot about my generation. Um, because I know a lot of people feel very similar to, to the way that I feel about it. Uh, but I think audible again, David, if you want to put that link down below, um, uh, I think audible is a good way to do it because of you could read the book or you could sit there and hear the audio of it and let your imagination flow. I think that is a good alternative because not everyone, has the attention span to just sit there and read. And when you're driving, it's a it's a great way to uh it, it, it's a great way to pass time and not only an Audible, but you could also listen to our podcast while you're driving, which I know a, a lot what? of our fans do. Yeah. another plug. Crazy. But yeah. So I uh I think more people should read. I think um <sighs> My whole life has just changed because of this. Kind of... <laughs> <laughs> and, and and you know what? I do read because of we have built a couple of Lego sets, and you have to read those instructions. There's no build. words. Oh, <laughs> y- there's numbers. There are numbers in there. And, yes, there is words. Because if you go to the back in, in most of the new Lego sets, you open it, and it says, lego star wars the complete saga game coming out in 2020 it's 2021 and we're getting it in 2022 stupid
1: well colin maybe you should have your when your wife reads her book maybe she could read it out loud to you
2: (laughs) (laughs) It, it depends on the book it depends. I am like, I mean, like, for example, I've read all of the Lord of the Rings. I have read all of the Lord of the Rings. I've read all the Hobbits. I have read.
0: You can read those. You can read anything.
2: S- yeah. S- Sima. Silmarillion. Dang, thank you. I've yeah. read that. I I Listen, I, I love Lord of the Rings and I love Harry Potter. So I've read all of those. But for I, I don't know, like for the High Republic, when they were announced, I was like, oh, they're books. I did you I, even I, try? Well, to me, I think I'm just Did you
0: even try? I
2: do or do not. There is no try. So no, I didn't try. <laughs> um uh you did not. But, no, I did not. <laughs> no. But I but and my reasoning was is that I just it's time consuming in and my watching
0: opinion. a movie
2: isn't because with a book it could last days, it could last forever. But if you're watching a movie, you get more of the story in a shorter time.
0: But you don't have to sit down and read a book all at once.
2: Well, yeah, I know. But if it's really good, then you want to keep going and going. And that's exactly what I did with Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, like I in the Hobbit, I did all that stuff. Um, and that is, I read those when I was a kid. And uh, and funny enough, I actually read those books before I watched the movies shocker I know but I uh, I I think I will give the high Republic a shot in reading it and I think the comics might be more exciting for me um and maybe if I hear the the audiobook f- um for the newer books I think that would be better too because of I like heard that the stories are fantastic it's just I would rather listened, I mean, because of David, I, I I think you I think you said when you listen to audiobook like you actually hear like the like the lightsaber noises and the music and stuff like right. That yeah, I
1: was about to say that I found I found it very interesting because I hadn't done this in a very long time because when I was little, we had like cassettes that would come with books that you could like listen to it and read it simultaneously. And to me when i I tried that out with the light of the Jedi with the novel, and listening to it simultaneously. And that actually helped with my information retention. I could remember a whole lot more because I think that's yeah. my, my whole issue. When I just read a book, I don't think I retain enough information uh, as opposed to watching like a film or TV. So right. I did that and it was like really cool. It really worked. So buying the book and using our free uh, audibletrial.com link works out perfectly (laughs) i
2: i think this is the most we've ever plugged it i'm not gonna lie and it's making us sound desperate which i don't know why because we
1: don't well i mean yeah we're not desperate for it but i mean i'm just saying for a fact it works i'm not really trying to plug it even though i'm plugging it but it worked for me so it might not work for other people i don't know but it is cool the whole production value that you get with audible because they like you said they do the sound effects you hear the lightsabers you hear the blasters You hear the Star Wars music. The John Williams is all there. So, yeah. So, getting back to Star Wars. (laughs) So, we got... Right after we podcasted, um, Disney announced that they're going to have a Disney Plus Day on November 12th. Yeah, And we're going to get a special celebrating the origins and legacy of the legendary bounty hunter, Boba Fett. So, what that is... I'm not quite sure if we're going to get new stuff from the book of Boba Fett. I'm guessing we are. That would make a lot of sense. Also, we I'm don't have a trailer will yet. Get a
2: trailer. I, I, I'm yeah. thinking by then we'll definitely get a trailer because at that point, it's like a month away. So if they don't, it's just like, huh. but everyone knows that uh, that this show is going to blow everyone out of the water. Like, I, I, I mean, we will definitely see things that that. We've always dreamed of seeing, and and a lot of people thought that we were going to see the Cad Bane, a Boba Fett thing, and the Bad Batch, and I and I think they didn't do it because they're saving it for the book of Boba Fett, where we'll get a flashback, and hopefully Daniel Logan will be able to come back as young Boba Fett, and we'll be able to see that, um, because uh, because there's also the rumor that Cad Bane was seen on set like the like of his hat and the cgi like you know dots or whatever i'm, I'm not sure how they do it nowadays but like that was seen so on they got set the
0: so, actual cab to come in
2: they like flew him out from 2008 and they were like man like this is great but no um <laughs> but yeah no i think it is it's going to be phenomenal it's going to blow everyone away and something else that David and I talked about is that there's also a rumor where they are going to say that this is chapter 17 going to chapter 24 and they announced and and they like, you know, leaked somebody leaked like the episode titles or whatever. And I'm taking it with a grain of salt because, um, yeah,
1: I don't think they're legit, but I mean, it's just I, I don't think, see they're legit. What people think
2: I think it's a theory, um, but my big thing that i want to see from it is all the other bounty hunters i want to see all the other bounty hunters i know uh, uh i know that a lot of people want to see more of of mando and grogu and all that but i think that it's going to strictly stick to the story of boba fett and that's what i want well, for as this. it
0: should we're getting more grogu and mando in season 3 of the mandalorian we don't need to right. see them like they could like maybe show up in an episode, they cross paths or something. But
2: I think that might happen. Like I I mean like of where he might pop on a hologram or something, and and they're like, oh hey man, know what's going on? Just or they in. mention and his
0: then, name, like, but I don't up. I don't really want to yeah. see them in the book of Boba Fett. Like no,
2: I can't wait to see more Tatooine during this time. Um and wait to see. Him. Am I it's the more... only one I who's mean, just done
0: pop. with Tatooine?
2: Like, I, I, I just, I'm telling you right now, it's I'm such a you right boring now, that...
0: planet, and they just keep going back to it. I'm like, there are it's so, where many, it started. There's so many more interesting planets out there, and they're just like, you know what, we're going back to Tatooine. And I'm like, Why? <laughs> that's where it started.
2: Java's I Dallas don't think it brains, like
0: that's fine. It's,
2: I yeah, don't you like know Sam. what, it's rough and coarse and irritating. It gets everywhere,
0: it gets everywhere.
2: <laughs> okay, well, or right, well, listen, I. I think going to Tatooine is a great, especially with the first episode of season two. Like, oh my gosh, that was amazing! Um, yeah, was like uh, a little we, movie, yeah. Like we learned so much more about Tatooine just from the episode. Seeing more Tusken Raiders, uh, and that still needs to be established. How on, like, w- w- what's the backstory of Mando and the Tusken Raiders? Because you can clearly tell that he has a relationship w- with the sand people. And I would love to see that um, kind of more touched on because of there's so much backstory that we still need to learn about Mando and there's more backstory you need to learn on Boba Fett. And the great Cobb thing about Vant. these shows is that, yeah, and, and Cobb Vant. Uh, so I think what's great um, about all of this is that, all these shows are, are going to be connected. So Ahsoka, um, uh, Ahsoka, and at some point, if we ever get the Rangers of the New Republic, which doesn't sound like we are, but we'll see. Uh, and with this new um, on Disney Plus, what, it's not Disney Plus Day, is it? Or
1: is it? Yes, November 12th. Disney yeah, Plus November 12th. Day. Okay. They're going to so release a that, lot of like stuff and do a lot of they specials. Are, and,
2: um, yeah. They will probably... All right. So I remember last year, forget what data was, but it was the investors meeting and we got so many new shows mm-hmm. and uh, um, and new updates on, you know, on what they were going to add. So most likely, I think that they'll probably drop a new show to replace the Rangers of the New Republic being like, hey, we're scrapping this idea. We're doing something new. That's my theory. And we'll probably see more stuff about the Lando series.
1: Um well, see, I don't think we're going to get anything other than Boba Fett. I think they're going to save a lot of stuff for Celebration. I think that's where they're going to hold it and and give it to us in May.
2: No, n- no. Is Disney Plus Day going to be kind of like their investors meeting, or are they like, eh?
1: No, I think they're just going to release certain things. Um, it looks like they're going to drop Shang-Chi, uh, Jungle Cruise. There's going to be a Home Alone film. An oh, yeah, Olaf sorry. thing. Yeah. So okay. and like Star Wars is like the third thing from the bottom. Okay. And um I, yeah. I think we'll definitely
2: see some type some type of teaser for Kenobi and uh and Kenobi and Endor because of I think those shows are wrapped up. So they yeah.
1: they there has to be some type of teaser. Um, Post production stuff now. Yeah. Uh yeah, well, but I'm see, the, the right... issue they have is that they have so many properties they can't like cannibalize yeah. themselves with the hype you know yeah. i think we've all been hyped up for spider-man and they gave us a trailer at a specific spot in time right i'm after... fine with that
2: i was fighting for that yeah. day i was so excited <laughs> when when they finally dropped it and for whoever leaked it, it... yeah you're I jobless mean... but
1: thank you <laughs> yeah yeah
2: yeah i um uh, read someone that it was like a federal crime or something and I'm just yeah like,
1: yeah it's no joke yeah no, i was like oh man prosecuted. that person's done yeah so
2: yeah. um but i am so excited for these new upcoming star wars projects Bix. but even watching visions i was like we're diving deeper into uh, into the force into star wars into different things and that's what i want and when you do it with shows that are canon it's even better so i'm excited to see more kenobi more of boba fett like at star celebration i don't care how we do it well i do uh, but like i i I want to be at that panel like we got to be at that panel man i was so upset when we almost didn't get into the episode 9 panel i was oh man david i was so mad i was (laughs) like are you kidding me that was the number one panel i wanted to go to and I got the Mandalorian and I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's the Mandalorian. But at that, at that point, I, I didn't really know what the Mandalorian was. And then I thank God I was there because of that panel was awesome. And 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 Chris and I got all footage, everything It was so cool. But I um, But I really want to be at the Kenobi panel. Like, I really, really, really want to be at the Kenobi panel so bad. Um, so I'm just going to keep saying it and just kind of shouting that into the universe so hopefully someone will hear me because I don't know if they will do the lottery system. If they do the lottery system, I'll be disappointed, but if they don't um and covid's good by uh by next year and they do the camping in the line thing, I'd be totally satisfied with it. And I think the main reason why that they did the lottery system cuz it was cold and they didn't want people camping out in that cold. I'm 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 just guessing there.
1: I, yeah, I don't think the cold really had much to do with it. I think it was just years of complaints that they got that they schedule. They, like, double book stuff at the same time, and they can't experience everything. And then they can't get into things unless they spend the night. A lot of people complain about that. And well,
2: but on, on, on the surface, it's thing. like, well,
1: yeah, suck it up. But, I mean, there are people with disabilities and people with children that can't do that. So, I mean, okay, that well, there, there's a point there. Okay, well, then here's the thing. They could
2: do maybe 200 seats that are like, that have a reservation system. Like in the morning, you like wake up, you like make that reservation. If you don't make it, you don't make it. And then everyone else can camp in line. I think But see, that I mean, then it
1: depends on your internet connection too, and how far you are away from your. That's server, exactly
2: you know? what they were doing for the reservation yeah. system for Rise of the Resistance, and a lot of people didn't get it because they would refresh the app and and they and they would take their um, place out of queue, and and I I I remember talking to a lot of people, and a lot of people would come up to me and be like, "Hey, like, what's going on here?" Like I, I I did everything it right. said and I said. And I would always ask, did you refresh the app? And 90% of the time they would say yes. And I was like, okay, that's your issue. So you the reservation
1: system is gone for Rise of the Resistance. So which would you rather have? Would you rather have wake up very early to have your spot and probably get a slot? Or would you rather wait in a really long line for a lot of the day to get in? I think you'd rather have the, the reservation system, right?
2: No, no honestly no because of i, I but mean then if you're I waiting mean, in
1: line you're missing out on all of the other attractions and all the other stuff you can do in the park
2: right but if you wake up early and and you're and you plan to like accordingly and get the first then you have nothing to worry about
0: mm-hmm. yeah but, but you if you do the lottery that's system just, that's not feasible for everyone to get to a right. park at three to five a.m so you can be the i first know it's just it's not system, it's not feasible for a lot of people
2: by doing the lottery system, you run the risk of not getting into a panel. And and I I, I didn't get into the episode nine panel at first. And well, I was not devastated.
0: Not everybody's going to. That's, that's, that's kind of life. You know, you're not. Well, I,
2: I, right. And I understand that. But there were people there that, and David talks about this all the time, that turn around to David and and they were just like, "Is is this a big deal? And I'm just like, to all the people that really wanted to be there that person got in that didn't even want to be there and was just like, Oh, is this a big deal? Like, I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like people (laughs) like I, I know I am so, um, I am so passionate about this. Yeah. Because of, I mean, it's a very imperfect
1: system because there were so many empty seats around us too. And they just did not let people in.
2: No, I, I, I'm so glad that Chris, Chris, Joseph and I both looked at each other and we were just like, we are going in and we just sprint in there. We got in line and we got in. And I was so happy because I was like, I wanted to be here. And there were people that were in there that were just like, oh, it's just a panel. I'm just like, no. People who are waiting in line and camp are very passionate. And that's why they're there. And they care because if you care about something, you make time for it. I say that all the time. So if you care about it, you will be in line and you will camp there and you will find a way. With a lottery system that cuts out the magic of it. And no joke. If we had the lottery system back in 2017, this podcast would not exist right now.
1: I'm telling you right now. That's possible. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: the lottery system is a no go for me. I don't like it. I've never liked it from the beginning. I think they should go back to the original ways because of winning line also creates magic for people like, Right. I, 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 would have never met David, and and if I never met David, then I would have never joined the five hundred first. I've never joined the five hundred first. I would have never met my wife. So, with that being said, the lottery system, I don't like it. Boom.
1: <laughs> so yeah, your your marriage is uh, all due to uh, not having the lottery system.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, I, I, I don't think that they should do it anymore. I think. They should, you know, maybe find a compromise where they do, where they give a couple of where they do, you know, a couple of the seats where they're like a reservation system and then the rest you have to camp out in line. So then everyone has, yeah, a they, chance they of probably
1: game. could make, make it to where people with like disabilities or like special yes. circumstances have like, yes, a slot open for them and then you have to show proof of it. I think that would work. Um, but yeah, I can't think of anything else. Why, why to have that lottery system? But
2: no, I I no, it's... I because I, of uh, and and they never gave us a reason. Um, I'm now was that r- the um the the was that the decision made by Lucasfilm? Or was that no? It's de- Reed Pop. Was that the decision Reed made, Pop made by controls the who, who run all that con. stuff? Reed Pop. Okay, they, Reed Pop.
1: Yeah, they they run a lot of conventions. They they run New York Comic Con, and I believe they run PAX, and I think they re up their contract to continue with Celebration. So, yeah. Do they, they do the
2: reservation system over at the over at the other conventions?
1: Yeah, yeah, they, they do. do, and okay. uh, CES in Chicago, I believe as well. So they're running no. that. No, no, yeah, yeah, and it it feels like we're kind of the louder voices that kind of disapprove of read pop. I don't hear a lot of people say a lot of stuff because it's when you get to celebration and you see kind of how stuff is structured and how it's ran, it's kind of puzzling that there's not better technology. It's not more well ran. It seems like every city they go to, they just hire people like off the street and some of them don't know what they're doing. They don't even know what the convention's for I've been asked by several of those people that are employed what is this all about and I have to tell them it's about Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's yeah. a weird thing when I get asked that. At first it, it feels like they're joking. But yeah, it's but I mean, like Brooke said it's 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 life. I mean, that's going to happen. I mean, people need employment and I'm pretty sure they don't right. pay a whole lot, so yeah.
2: Yeah, I know. I just I I I the great thing about celebration, honestly, was waiting in line and meeting new people. That was mm-hmm. the great thing, and and also, you know, I remember for that 40th anniversary panel. Do you remember? You know, Ashley Eckstein and Ray Park and and mm-hmm. all those other like Star Wars people came up, and and like what it was. And then we also met Ryan Johnson and and some other great people because we were waiting in line. Because we were camping out that is part of the experience and that's what made celebration that makes celebration so great so i really think that they should not do the reservation system anymore to the same capacity that they did in 2019 i think they should have some of it there but then if you want to go to a panel you just go and wait in line because it's because it's it's dividing the half that don't really want to be there and they get that and they're like, Oh, I'm here, I can't do anything about it, or people who really want to be there sitting in line, the passionate fan, then then they can get in. Because that's more
1: Yeah. But it's still kind of like one of those like catch twenty-two Sophie's <laughs> choices because simultaneously there's autograph appointments, there's picture photo op appointments that are like booked at the same time as those panels and it's like what do i do because a lot of people want to do both and i've seen a lot of people people complain online that i did photo ops in 2015 2017 2019 and i missed out on all the panels i want to do the panels now and it's like well it's like you want to spend thousands of dollars or go to these free panels right (laughs) that are like you're gonna see celebrities you're gonna see the people that actually make star wars so it, yeah, I mean, for me, it was a no-brainer. I mean, it's not like I had all that money at the time. So
2: it's... right, and uh, and 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 on top of that, that has really nothing to do with the reservation system. That has to do mm-hmm. with them setting up the panels and mm-hmm. and the time frame for those. That has nothing to do
1: with the reservation system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yesterday it was actually Mark Hamill's birthday. Dun, dun. Yeah, yeah. He turned seventy years young i don't believe that to be honest yeah that's that's an incredible thing yeah he's he's awesome he's one of my favorite people in the world um i mean he's harrison ford
2: because i think harrison ford is up there too
1: yeah harrison ford is is like almost in his 80s here i'll i'll look it up yeah i think he's yeah, Colin's looking it up, but yeah, I mean, I'm thankful that he's st- he's still with us. He's still working, still a working actor. He's doing a lot of stuff in the video game industry, of course, reprising his role as Luke Skywalker in the sequel trilogy, and most recently in the Mandalorian season two. Um, he, he was is
2: on uh, he's he is seventy nine.
1: Yeah, Harrison yep. Ford's almost eighty. And mm-hmm. yeah, we still have him, even though he gets hurt on every film and <laughs> crashes his planes, and still makes it out. So yeah, yeah it's um, it's incredible, man. I, I, I mean, he's one of the most influential like fictional characters in my life, I guess. Like Skywalker. What I think, pretty much, my first on-screen hero um, as a little kid. I mean, watching. A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi on VHS. It was those those were my stories. That that was my those were my fairy tales before I got to before I got to school and learned about other stories. I mean this is what I was watching constantly. Right. And I think this is maybe like maybe the first kind of telling for me of like good and evil. I mean it was very clear who was good, who was evil and yeah, just being able to watch the whole trilogy as a little kid at my house back to back to back. It was, it was awesome. And later on it's, it's weird because a lot of people, I know you guys are younger. You don't have the same experience as I did, but once the late eighties like passed through and then the early nineties, I was always wondering where is Mark Hamill and kind of unknowingly he was the Joker in the Batman animated series I never read like Colin the credits, so I didn't know he was the Joker for a long time. And I was like, why isn't he doing more stuff like Harrison Ford? And I knew Carrie Fisher was doing a little bit of acting things, but it felt like he disappeared for a while. And then I think I saw him on a late night talk show appearance on, on Conan. And he kind of talked about some of the things he was doing and became really prevalent and prolific in voice acting. But yeah, I mean, Watching him in The Last Jedi, he still had acting chops. I oh yeah, I was so nervous that he was not going to come across too great. But he was phenomenal as that character in The Last Jedi. So, yeah, happy birthday to the great Mark Hamill. And hopefully he has many more. Hopefully we get him in more Star Wars stuff. I want to see him oh, back yeah. doing more stuff. And we also had another birthday for our very first celebrity guest on the show, Dominic Pace. And he just recently reported that he is going to do a signing of the very first officially licensed gecko merchandise by Lucasfilm uh, in bounty boxes. And it's, it's exclusive to 500 with uh, Daniel Logan. And I know Daniel Logan does like a, um, a Facebook live thing every now and then where he, um, Sells merch and uh, I believe he does giveaways too. So, yeah, Gecko's officially going to be licensed and stuff. And hopefully, the character of Gecko does show up in future TV film. I mean, he's yeah. a bounty hunter. He survived Mandalorian season one. And I know Dominic Pace on his Instagram, he just showed where they were doing a live cast of him. So now he's going to be able to wear the official costume when he does events and, uh, That'll be super cool. Yeah. And well, yeah, yeah. And uh, Bonnie Peace, um, she revealed, uh, she took this uh, Instagram photo and you can see clearly she's wearing an Obi-Wan Kenobi hat with the twin sons for Tatooine because that's Brooke's favorite place. That's where Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to yeah. take place. And she's wearing a crew jacket as well. If you look in the lower right-hand corner, yeah. it's Obi-Wan mm-hmm. Kenobi crew. So, Man, I've always wanted to get my hands on that type of stuff. And one of my favorite stories is going to Celebration in 2015 and going through the wrong entrance of the Anaheim Convention Center. And I actually got in front of everyone in line. And I was in line waiting to get into one of the rooms where they're showing off for the first time ever all the Force Awakens costumes and ships. And I was in line with crew people because they were wearing crew stuff. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And I was like, "Where, where is everyone?" <laughs> so I was one of the first people to look at that stuff, and I, I posted that, all that stuff on social media. But yeah, that that cap is really cool. I hope we can we can. I hope they give that stuff away at celebration when we go. But I wouldn't mind buy, buying it either. So yeah, and it, it's pretty cool that we got Bonnie Peace back playing the original Aunt Brew from the prequels back in. Obi-Wan Kenobi, which Ewan McGregor did say it's going to over-deliver as well, so yeah, I can't wait for it, and of course it's going to be Disney's 50th anniversary, oh, and of boy. course yeah, Disney World is uh, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Weaver's backyard, so if uh, yeah, if what you, you want to talk hit? about that a little bit,
0: oh man, I mean like, uh... oh boy <laughs> I'm honestly so it's it's exciting obviously but for cast members I don't know about anybody else but I'm kind of dreading it a little bit. <laughs> I'm like oh man. I mean luckily Colin and I are over in Hollywood Studios and it's it's Magic Kingdom that is turning 50. Okay. And yes. So that's where all the stuff is happening. It's Magic Kingdom. It's Magic Kingdom is going to be absolute chaos. Honestly, R.I.P. if you're heading there, like, honestly, all the power to you. you got more strength than I do. Um, But also, so Epcot has, you know, the new space restaurant and then Ratatouille opens to the general public also on the first. So Epcot and Magic Kingdom is where stuff's happening. So. I'm hoping that maybe Hollywood Studios is not going to be quite so crazy. I but, think it
2: will because but, they took away the virtual queue.
0: That was I was just going to say they took away the virtual queue for Rise. And I heard that it was just an astronomically long line, which is just it's so funny because it's been incredibly easy to get a boarding group for the last few weeks because it's been mm-hmm. so slow. Mm-hmm. But people just went crazy when they heard there was no more virtual queue. It was a cool, little unnecessary, <laughs> but no, it's all it's all very exciting. And also, like the holidays are coming, so they've got their Halloween decorations up right now, and then Christmas is coming, and so it's just gonna be real, real busy, real fun. If anybody's watching. I got my name tag right here, the new fancy, uh, nice iridescent name tag. Those are gonna debut here in a few days, so keep your eye out for those. That's fun.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. interesting
1: that Lucasfilm turns 50 and Magic Kingdom actually turns 50. It's kind of eerie that that's Funny how, the same. Yeah.
0: how that works.
1: <laughs> it was all part of the plan. Yeah. It's all... nice. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. how many times have you guys gone to Galaxy's Edge at this point? Is it like in. I don't know. For me, 19. 19
2: Who, who keeps 19. count? I just cool. go.
1: Colin obviously. <laughs> I do.
2: I well cuz it's it's to me it's a privilege of being there. Like it really is. And um and I'm I'm so grateful and honored to be over there because it's different from being in the audience and watching the movies. And then when you actually get to be part of it and create the magic for it that's like a dream. It really is a dream come true being over there and I'm so honored um to be there. Um that I can be part of the magic. Like I am so honored. Yeah. So no, it's uh it's fantastic and and every time that we go over there I'm just I I just take it all in cuz it's it, it, you are stepping into the world of Star Wars and and you are living new stories and creating your own stories. I mean, that is the great thing about star Wars is that you, that you can, uh, and the great thing about galaxy's edge is that you are living your own star Wars journey and you're doing it on a planet in the world of star Wars. So if you haven't gone yet, I suggest going cause it's a wonderful experience besides star Wars celebration and you don't know who you'll meet um i've uh, of just being there i've made a decent amount of friends of just walking over to galaxy's edge and and just because of there there's this one time i went to galaxy's edge and uh and there was this guy who was dressed up as cal castus and and his name's alex and he had a lightsaber and he didn't know how to use it so after we got out of we walked out i was just you know like d- teaching them how to do it some people walked over and like oh can you also teach us too and I started teaching them, and um, and uh, and it was awesome. So it's it really is a cool experience, and it's breathtaking when you first see the Falcon, like for the very first time. It's it's a breathtaking experience because if I, um, uh, I went with I went with Hunter Smoke, um, for his first time, and we walked around that corner, and and he saw the Falcon, like like not even before. I mean, he'll he will definitely admit to it uh, to this, but even before he, like we were walking in the corner, he was all, he was already like having a tear, like, like come down. Cause it's such an emotional experience of seeing that for the first time. And, uh, and, and I'm just seeing him so excited about it. I was just like that, that is a Star Wars fan right there. Like of being so excited about something that you dream about seeing um, in real life from the movies and stuff. And then just seeing it in person, it's a whole other experience. So I suggest, if you have the chance, go. If you find a way, go. It's worth it. 100% worth it.
1: Yeah, and I was fortunate enough to, enough to go uh, twice this mm-hmm. year. Um, that whole week for Star Wars Day. And then that one day when Good I journey. took my family to Universal Studios. Yeah. And I saw Brooke. Yeah. That was Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool. And uh yeah, it it rained that second time I went. And it's funny because I personally I love the rain. And um I've had some great experiences going to parks like that and it raining. And it was crazy because it was like ankle deep water <laughs> walking out of there. But uh yeah, it was it was cool. Yeah. If if you can make it out there. If you get to Disney World, you can see Colin and Brooke. If you go to Disneyland, you can see James out there on the Falcon. And yeah, do it. Yep. So that's all I got. Do you have anything else, guys?
0: Not really.
1: No, no,
2: no. I um, We have been busy with, you know. Obviously with a lot of things going on but we are back we are going to be doing it daily it's not just going to be david's lovely voice every week it's gonna be brooke myself sam matt um james will try and come in the middle of the week and then ray as well so we're still here we are officially back now we will be podcasting normally we're just glad to be back
1: yeah, and if you go to a Patreon, if you're one of our patrons listening, um, James and I did an episode, a, a Tatooine team episode. It's uh, I loaded it up uh, last week, so um, he talks about some of his uh, Disney experiences, and he he talks about why he's been away from the podcast for a while. So if you haven't listened to that, that's there. And um, thank you for listening once again uh, for Colin and Brooke. My name's David. May the force be with you always. always. Hey.